It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports with Kent Sterling. Today, it's just me. No guests, no expert analysis. It's just me talking about Victor Oladipo of the Indiana Pacers because I find Victor Oladipo in this moment of time very, very interesting. Victor Oladipo came to Indiana as part of the the bounty from the Oklahoma City Thunder for Paul George. Paul George was a guy who came to Indiana unheralded, built his reputation as a player, built his resume as an all-star in the NBA, and then kind of wore out his welcome in Indiana, was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder, like I said, for Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis. And and now we've got Victor Oladipo, who is in a really similar situation, and I don't want to go through this again. I liked Paul George, and then all of a sudden, I didn't like Paul George so much. I don't want that to happen with Victor Oladipo. Victor and I first spoke, really, as he got to Indiana University in 2010, ranked just outside the top 150 recruits in the country in the class of 2010, came to Indiana with an interesting highlight reel, obviously a tremendous athlete, came from DeMatha High School, and he, he comes to campus. And I talked to both he and Will, Will Sheehy that day in Bloomington in the foyer of Assembly Hall. And Victor Oladipo was extremely impressive. He was a guy, and I said this at the time, that if I could buy stock in a human being, I would have no problem buying stock in Victor Oladipo. He was just so confident, but so quietly confident. It's like he already knew where he was headed before anybody decided that where he was headed was even a possibility. So during his time at Indiana, fans fell in love with him. Very long, good defender, good teammate, an easy smile, a winning personality. He's drafted in the top five in 2013 after leading Indiana to its first Big Ten title in a long time and its first trip to the Sweet 16 in a long time. So he's kind of a Hoosier hero. Goes to the NBA, plays briefly with the Orlando Magic. He's traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then, as Paul George kind of ran afoul with people from Indiana and decided he didn't want to be here, asks the Pacers 
to make a trade, get him out of Indiana. Victor Oladipo comes as part of the return, along with Domas Sabonis, to the Pacers for Paul George. And we fall in love with Victor Oladipo all over again. Because, like I said, great guy, winning personality, wonderful highlight reel dunks, and a real good competitive spirit. The first year that he was here, the Pacers, they surprised a lot of teams by really being competitive in that first-round matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then he gets hurt. He tears his quad tendon. It has to be surgically repaired. And not too long ago, six months ago, he came back from that injury and and played for 13 games. The first few, not great. Vic was pressing. And then he kind of fell into a rhythm with his teammates, and the Pacers got good. They won eight of the last 11 of those games. Now we're in a place where the Pacers are in the bubble, right? We saw Victor play 13 games. And all of a sudden, Victor Oladipo doesn't want to play in, in the bubble and says, I'm not playing because my health is too important. I, uh, I, I want this quad tendon deal to heal completely before I play real competitive basketball. I built up to the point where I could. Then we shut it down. And now they're asking us to ramp up in a way that I'm not sure is safe for my injured leg. That is all I understand. Victor's headed into a season, a huge season. The last one where he's under contract, it was a four-year deal, $84 million. He's going to make, has made $21 million, or he's made 18 We'll get to that in a minute. He's going to make another 21 next year. But at the end of next year, if he doesn't sign an extension with the Pacers during this offseason, he's got to make his money. This is the biggest contract that Victor Oladipo is going to sign. It's going to be somewhere in the area, five years, $150 million, maybe a little bit shy of that. So Victor has a business decision. As the head of his family, as the provider for a whole lot of people, Victor Oladipo Enterprises or whatever it's called, there are a lot of people that Victor is paying out of his pocket in order to keep this machine rolling. It's a lot like a boxer right? Boxers, you got the trainer, you got the cup man, you got all these guys that you're, you're paying and whose livelihood you're responsible for. Victor Oladipo has that responsibility for some people. So I'm not going to be critical of him for being a, a businessman because as a businessman, he's not just stuffing money in his pocket. He's sharing that wealth with people who perform tasks for him. So Victor Oladipo wants to make his money. And there's nothing wrong with that. If he is healthy, he's going to sign that deal. Five years, somewhere a little bit shy of $150 million in all likelihood. If he's not healthy, all that money, poof, goes away. And he's going to have to exist on the $110 million or so that he's made during his career and with endorsements. Not a tough life. I would swap with that now, right? But you'd rather make another $200 million playing basketball, wouldn't you? Sure you would. So Victor Oladipo is being very careful with his body because it's with his body that he earns his money. Now, we get that. And, and we understood that decision. And you could, you could see both sides of that argument. But then all of a sudden, he says he's not going to play in the bubble. 
but he says that it, all the, there's a little bit of room for him to back out of that, and he does. He says he may play in the bubble. He's going to go to Orlando. He's going to practice, and he's going to see how he feels. And then he says he feels very strongly that he's going to be able to play. In the interim, what happened with Victor is that he heard and we heard uh, through Brian Windhorst of ESPN that the NBA was saying that if Victor's healthy enough to play and he doesn't play, the Pacers don't have to pay him the remainder of his salary for this regular season, which is just a little bit shy of $3 million. All of a sudden, Victor decides that he may want to play, right? Those two things, they happen concurrently or very close to being concurrent. The, the discovery by Windhorst that the NBA and the NBPA, the Players Association, that they're talking about whether players should be paid or should not be paid if they're healthy scratches during the bubble. So, and, and then Vic saying, you know what, I, on second thought, I'm in. So now, in combination with seeing Victor as a businessman uh, making business decisions, all of a sudden we see Victor as a guy who wasn't going to play and wasn't going to stand by his teammates and wasn't going to, you know, ball out for the Pacers and the fans as we need something to distract us from this horrifying uh, and, and interminable uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Now he kind of wants to play because it's $3 million. If we're talking about $150 million, I understand. If we're talking about $3 million, that's an entirely different deal. Either we're talking about your health or you're not talking about your health. Either we're talking about being healthy for an extension or free agency, or we're not talking about that. And all of a sudden, the kind of the, the discussion shifted from Victor as kind of this lighthearted, feathery guy who goes to church on game days and is great with kids and enjoys that aspect of being an NBA player. All of a sudden, we, we shift the narrative. The narrative shifts from that Victor to this Victor, who is starting to sound a whole lot like Paul George. But we don't like Paul George in central Indiana. Paul George decided he needed nothing to do with us after we invested in him, both here, here, and with our wallets. And, and once, it, it, central Indiana is really interesting to me because in, in central Indiana, once you violate trust, you have violated trust and it's not forgiven and it's not forgotten ever, ever, ever. And it feels like that momentum is swinging toward Victor Oladipo not being a trusted member of this community. And I think that that's sad because I really like Victor Oladipo. And I really think that he is capable of playing outstanding basketball for the Indiana Pacers and being a key component to a championship contending team for the Pacers. If he wants to go to Miami, he's got a house down there and he wants to go to Miami with Jimmy Butler and Giannis Antetokounmpo or whatever the latest rumors are, you know what? It's his life and that's fine. But that is, again, kicking sand in our faces and telling us in central Indiana that we're not quite as special and this area isn't quite as special as we know it to be. And we don't like that. And that feels like the road that Victor Oladipo is starting to walk down. He has not bathed himself in glory with these media availabilities, 
where he's discussed whether he's not going to play, whether he is going to play, what the rationale is for that decision, and then the rumors that have started to be bandied about concerning his long-range future, which doesn't seem to have any, uh, any foothold here in central Indiana. Victor Oladipo, this is my city. We like that Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, I'm not going to play. Wait a minute, I am going to play because I'm not going to get my three million bucks, even though I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say I feel really good and I want to be here playing basketball because I love it. When we know that to be kind of nonsense because of what he said prior to that. You've got to tell the truth with the media. And by doing that, you tell the truth to the fans. And then the fans know exactly how to deal with you. Victor Oladipo does not appear to be a guy who's telling the truth to fans. Similarly, to Paul George, we're at the uh, Carolyn Sines Celebrity Softball game down at Victory Field. He said, I want to be here. I'm a pacer. I want to be a pacer. And then within a week, he went to Kevin Pritchard and said, deal me. We don't like that kind of guy. That kind of guy does not display the traits that we prize in people in central Indiana. In other cities, they could care less. You'd be surprised. If you haven't moved around to a bunch of cities, cities are different. And the people within the cities are different, right? And the people here, they want to be told the truth. And if you don't tell them the truth, they're going to have no time for you whatsoever. And I don't want to get there, like I said, with Victor Oladipo, because I like Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, to his core, is a good guy. I don't know whether he's getting bad advice. I don't know whether this is such a unique situation. And that injury kind of put him in a position where psychologically, he's not operating in the same space that he did. I don't know those things. But what I do know is that I really like Victor. And I want to think good things about Victor. I want him to be a pacer. I want to want him to be a pacer. And, and I hope he retires a pacer. These guys, we got to remember this too. These guys are in their 20s. They haven't been around the block. This is Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo doesn't come from a family worth hundreds of millions of dollars. It, it, neither do we. We know how we think we would behave if we had that kind of jack and we hold Victor Oladipo to that standard as well as the other guys. This is an interesting time for Victor Oladipo in his career. Victor's got to figure out who he's for. Is he, is he for just him? And if he is, he can say that. That's fine. I'm not going to hold him, you know, somehow. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to get punitive about a guy who, who says, I'm in it for me. I love the money. There's nothing wrong with it. Tell the truth. Here, we'll understand the truth. You say, look, I've got 28 employees. I, I, I've got to keep this mill kind of grinding. And if I don't, these people are going to lose their jobs, and that's unacceptable to me. So I want to make sure I have the best chance to be healthy entering my 30s as I can so these people don't lose their jobs and my family doesn't backslide into where they were monetarily, that they're always going to be taken care of, and they're always going to have, you know, food on the table and a roof over their head. I got no problem with that, but you got to tell us the truth, Victor, because if you don't tell us the truth, we don't know what to trust, and if we don't know what to trust, 
We get really, really hicky about this kind of thing, in part because of Paul George, because we're wary. Once bitten, twice shy. We've been once bitten. So this is twice we're shy. Holding you accountable for Paul George's behavior, that might be unfair, but I'm afraid that's where it's at. This is Inside Indiana Sports. I'm Ken Sterling. Tomorrow, breakfast with Ken, bright and early, 8 o'clock on the dot on Facebook Live, and immediately thereafter, another live show on Periscope and Twitter. Can't wait to talk to you then. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply